Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us We good, Mike? We're good. Welcome back to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Asal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. And. Oh, yeah. Once again. Oh, my God. I always forget this fucking part. Why am I single this week? Why am I single this week? Why are we single? Okay. So I've been trying. Oh, my God. And I'm chewing gum. This isn't going good. You know what? <laughs> Thanks, but it's okay. Hold on. You're a clean freak, right? Just put it wherever. I don't care. Cool. So um, I'm single because I just stuck gum on Lauren's uh, coffee table because I'm a pig. Uh, yeah. Why are you single itself? <laughs> I am single because I'm just taking a break. A That's good fine. old break. I don't want to be on any... I mean, I have all the apps still, but I'm just not using them. And I just want to... Uh, regroup. Just regroup. Do me. I like that. What about you, Lauren? Um, I'm single because the Raptors are in playoffs and Ugh. literally every guy watches the game like every night, it feels like, and it's very hard to make a date. And literally I went on a date the other night where the Raptors game was playing because he wanted to watch it and I ordered the largest drink on the menu and like told the waitress, I'm like, he's not going to pay attention to me, so I'm just going <laughs> to order the fishbowl beverage, please. Oh my God. <laughs> but how was it really? Did he pay attention yes, to you? Yes, he did. He wasn't as like committed as to it as I thought he would be, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But good. That's a good um, sign. But it was funny. So yeah. waitress was like, I feel you girl. Like, it's it's so yeah. it's so crazy when like a Toronto team starts doing great. Like everybody is like a fucking fan. I know. Crazy right? how that happens, eh? You liars. Except for us. <laughs> I couldn't Here care we are. Less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into our episode because we have so many questions for our special guest that's sitting in the room with us. Um we have a real certified expert expert for once, guys. So yes. this is real so advice exciting. you should listen to versus <laughs> our advice. Yeah. Um, Allison Fosbury is a registered psychotherapist based here in Toronto. Welcome, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so a little bit about Allison. Um, over the course of Allison's 13-year career, she has worked with a variety of people with different challenges, such as eating disorders and learning disabilities but has now focused her career towards people like us, millennial women, dealing with the anxiety and stress, more specifically when it comes to the pressures of dating and online dating, which we all know way too well. So thank you for coming. Yes, thank you. We're so excited to have you. You must be rolling in the dough, like, with all of our dating problems. (laughs) Holy moly. Do you need an assistant? Like, what up? Actually, four assistants? Yeah. (laughs) You know what? It It really keeps me busy, for sure. I mean... Every woman I see is kind of, you know, dealing with this stuff. So you guys are not alone. My clients are not alone. And honestly, I want to start to get everybody together. Actually, we can talk about that later. But yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. Okay. So before we get started, we had a question before we started recording about the difference between a psychotherapist and a psychologist. Mm-hmm. So do you want to like clarify that for people? Totally. <laughs> so I'll start at the top with the top dogs who are the psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. So the way to think about that is it's a medical doctor. Okay. So which is actually great because if you're lucky enough to find a psychiatrist who does counseling, 
it's covered by OHIP because they are a doctor. Mm. It's kind of rare, uh, unfortunately. Mm, They're usually, you know, monitoring medication, right? Right. If we go down a tier, it's then the psychologists. Okay. Those folks have a PhD level education. Okay. There's also, I just, this is going to get complicated, but (laughs) there's another branch of that that's called a psych associate. If you ever see that title, it's basically they belong to the college that this that the psychologists belong to as well. So it's kind of the same crew. Then we go down a tier to me. <laughs> Just kidding. It, it's, a, it's a cool title. Yeah. So basically a psychotherapist is a master's level okay. provider. And then it goes down from there, counselors, life coaches, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's how you can kind of think of it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that makes great, sense. That was yeah. a great way of explaining that yeah. because yeah. I know I a lot of people are going to be like, wait, what are you? Who are you? Where does <laughs> yeah. that fit in into this giant spectrum of yeah. psycho things? Yeah. Sorry. I had to call it psycho things. That was <laughs> the only okay. thing I could think of. That's all good. I know exactly what you mean. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm curious on your career was very much focused on not dating and then you made the shift mm-hmm. into women and dating so what made you make that shift for sure so when I started to work in this area um, I was focusing on anxiety specifically seeing men and women and then it just sort of happened naturally where I just started to notice patterns mm-hmm. with the women that would come to see me you know just a lot of single women maybe again it's the nature of where I am a lot of young professionals and I just noticed that they're all kind of dealing with the same stuff with the pressures of social media, the dating apps, obviously, I think caused a wave of anxiety, you know, <laughs> yeah. when, it started, yeah, when it started to get popular and, you know, I noticed my back cringing at times, you know, just seeing some of the behaviors that I could kind of tell were getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just got really interested in it and started to focus more so on that and, now I don't, honestly, right now I don't have any men on my roster. <laughs> it's all single women pretty much. I mean, obviously wow. there are some that are dealing with relationships mm-hmm. and yeah. some that are married, but for the most part, young professional single women. Yeah. Okay. So on that topic then, so what are some of the biggest challenges that you see um, women facing when it does come to online dating? Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard, right? There's so much access, which I think is great. But it's, it also seems like kind of a nightmare, like having to go from swiping to texting all of a sudden, you know, we have to be good at texting a stranger, basically, mm-hmm. not knowing how to make the right move. How the hell do you get from texting to actually sitting down with someone? I think that's where a lot of the confusion comes in and the anxiety comes in for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've totally seen a therapist before, and it was primarily because I had so much anxiety with dating. Like, right. I, I, my anxiety was very much like, in check with Uh every other aspect of my life but dating it was like so out of my control of course and it's so vulnerable right I mean you're putting yourself out there only to be judged like Mm -hmm. it wreaks havoc on your mental health 100% and like you mentioned like the whole social media thing and all these apps it's so accessible Mm -hmm. it all makes sense yeah for sure so I have a question around talking about like everyone having so many like readily available people in these dating apps, Mm -hmm. dating apps and whatnot. Like how, what is, what is your recommendation or like your advice you give to people that just feel like, like, I feel like there's people just have too many options. Mm -hmm. So it's like the second that a relationship becomes a real relationship and you're no longer in that honeymoon phase. Like people are just like, Oh, this is too much for me and go back to the swiping. And you never really get beyond that like honeymoon phase. Right. Which I'm like, 
I mean, I know we've all experienced it, so I'm sure you've had multiple people Mm -hmm. have the same problem. So for sure, I'm curious. I'm like, what? How do you like see past that, and like, how do you keep motivated when you're like, this is just gonna end after like three months? For sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really hard and daunting, and I think, you know, unfortunately. just because there are more options, it doesn't mean you're going to have more success. You know, Mm -hmm. you're you're meeting more people, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you're going to find chemistry necessarily. And then you have more disappointment to deal with. And then that messes with your confidence and on you go. Right. Yeah. So I think the main thing I do in my job is provide empathy, Mm -hmm. you know, a Mm -hmm. kind of a sounding board for single women to come and honestly just vent and have someone who's, you know, trained professionally to listen and, just be that for them. I don't always have a solution necessarily, but sometimes that is a solution in itself mm-hmm. to make people feel better. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the whole gist of therapy, right? Um, you know, I always say if you're out there and you're trying, you're doing it right. You know, that's all you can really do unless you're on a break, of course, and you need to take that break. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean, of course, you're doing anything wrong. You need to kind of listen to your gut with that as well. But dealing with, you know, the constant, what feels like rejection, even if it isn't even rejection, it's mm-hmm. just... You know, disappointment a, a disappointment or, or just, yeah, this, you know, having too many options. It's it, And again, it's really hard from going to these texting relationships with strangers to actually making it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just have to keep at it if that is something that you want. And that's what we continue to do. Like, we <laughs> yeah. just keep, going. keep on keeping on. Like, we just keep on swiping, keep on going on dates. And right. it's, you know, just finding that one person that's right. going to stick around and give you what you're looking for. And it's, for sure. that's the struggle. And it's an ongoing, ongoing struggle. Totally. And you guys, I, I can't, was it this past episode you were talking about being picky? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we talked about um, that, yeah. You know, I don't know that anybody's being picky. It's just, if unless you have that chemistry, yeah, you know, exactly. you are going to be weirded out by his hands or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Delicate yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, no, Lord. Um, but, you know, if you have chemistry with someone and, you know, it's getting your pants going, you're not really going to care about his hands necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or those exactly. things won't bother you as much, at mm-hmm. least in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, for know? sure. So I think... It's not necessarily being picky. You're just waiting for that chemistry, mm-hmm. that feeling, right? And that's Where, something you can't even explain right. what it is. Exactly. Like, oh, my like, God. That's actually so true. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're finding an excuse. Like, you feel like you have to find an excuse not to see that person again or find something wrong mm-hmm. with them to... I remember there's this one guy. He was so nice, but he wore a necklace. And I hate necklaces on guys. Oh, and he had a thumb ring. Sorry, which Mike. Is, Sorry, Mike. I love you so much. <laughs> God bless America. But, yeah, he would wear, like, a necklace, and he, and he wore a fucking thumb ring. <laughs> I mean, sicko. like looking for Mike's thumb ring. Do you have one? I don't have any. Don't Mike, know. you wear so many rings, though. Um, but anyway, no, it's it's just going back to that, though. You're right. Like, if, if the chemistry isn't there, it isn't there. Mm-hmm. So, quick question for you about chemistry, though. Mm-hmm. So, some of us here um, date a lot, and mm-hmm. they just go on dates with um, as many guys as possible. Right. And you said something about, you know, it's it's not about the quantity necessarily, but how, like, what are some tips or what are, what's some advice that you can maybe give people who are like, I have all of these options, my time is precious, how do I really, like, hone in and narrow down mm-hmm. people that I can actually meet up with? Because it's mm-hmm. exhausting, it's expensive, you know, and we're busy, we're busy women, busy men too, so mm-hmm. what would you say to somebody who may need to filter some Better. of their options out? Yeah. 
I think you have to go with your gut and in terms of do you feel like a good banter over text it's hard I, I don't always encourage judging on that though because I think guys have a hard time with it too mm-hmm. so you know if they feel like if you feel like they're you know not being good texters or whatever doesn't necessarily mean that you won't sit down with that person and have some chemistry mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like what are you supposed to do right you have to go on your gut and again do you feel any sort of banter or something interesting through the texting because this is just how it is right this is what we do we swipe we text and then hopefully meet up right mm-hmm. so I think you got to narrow it down that way mm-hmm. okay you know we're not going to jump on FaceTime or do anything like yeah. that right it's too weird yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I think I think that's the only way you can make that call mm-hmm. just by you know is there again some banter or some personality that you're picking up on yeah that you like, like you said, the gut feeling, that woman's yeah. intuition, like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm going to have a great time out with this dude, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep that in the back but of my yeah. pocket. But then I also, thinking about chemistry and thinking about, like, dates I've gone on, there's been the chemistry where it's like, oh my god, please grab my face and make out with me kind of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then there's been, like, a lot of nice guys where you have good back and forth conversation, but you're like, I don't really know if there's, like, any chemistry there. So, like, how, like, define Different chemistry. types of chemistry. Like, should you give that guy a chance that you had a good conversation with, even though you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think everybody's different for me. If I don't have the makeout vibes, it's, it's I'm, I feel like I know. I'm like and, that too. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I know pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are those other people who, you know, get turned on, so to speak by other things and they roll with it and it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, some people claim that that chemistry, that, you know, vibe can build over time. I don't know if that's for me, but it could be for someone mm-hmm. else. So it totally, the, you know, most common phrase in psychology is it depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, it's true because I yeah. think I've also talked to a lot of my friends lately who are, who are married and how, like their stories of how they first started dating their significant other. Mm-hmm. And I'd say like 90% of them aren't like, oh my god we just met and there was this instant connection like most of them are like yeah you know we were like friends at work and he like really liked me and like finally I said yes to a date and like somehow that turned into me really liking him so then it makes me think I'm like well Mm -hmm. maybe I should just give guys more chances than I do but then also Mm -hmm. I'm like sometimes but how many chances is like enough chances chances. yeah I know I have like some friends who um they're like yeah I didn't even like him when we first met now they're married and have two kids (laughs) so yeah it again it depends Mm -hmm. I think so yeah yeah and then and then going back with like the um the banter before meeting like how to filter like if you actually meet the person or not so Mm -hmm. I recently I talked about this guy uh in our previous episode where um he was the one that uh the Raptors and the Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. was more important Mm -hmm. to him than meeting Mm -hmm. up with me um so his texting was absolutely horrible like he I was like dreading meeting up with him Mm -hmm. but I but I had a gut feeling and I was like I'm still going to give him a chance because his his texting was like just, just awful. I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, one word, like, and it would be very random. Like, we wouldn't even be talking. He'd be like, I just did a chest workout tonight. And I'd be like, I didn't ask. And like, I don't care. Um, but so I was like, oh, God, like, what's this going to be? And then when we met up, there was lots of chemistry. Right. And it was great. It was like mm-hmm. lots of convers. Like, it was a great date. Um up until you know it wasn't but right. um but yeah so going back it just it honestly it's like case by ca- case yeah. yeah scenario it's like right. it's different for everybody and it's mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I was wondering about that scenario had he incorporated you you know like 
can come we, over. I don't know. Well, see, I get it. It's like maybe he doesn't want to go to that place of like, let's get on the couch and watch TV. Mm-hmm. But that was like, you know, on my mind. Like, could he have incorporated mm-hmm. her and involved her in some way, or at least offered? Mm. He did. He so he did offer. Like the first, it was that he needed to get to Game of Thrones for nine o'clock, and I said, okay, we'll end the date on time so you can get home to Game of Thrones. And then the day before, he was like, oh, there's also a Raptors game too. And then I and then so. Uh, I mean, maybe he thought, maybe he was going to suggest watching it with me, but we didn't get to that point because I was like, well, do you want to reschedule? But I was kidding when I asked that. Like, I was, I was hoping he'd be like, no, we can go watch it together. Um, So I said, do you want to reschedule? And he was like, yeah, I'll see you next week. Like, didn't even suggest, like, actually, because I would have been down to go, I would have been down to go to a bar and watch it together. I would have been okay with that, but he just didn't suggest it. And Weird. Yeah. Weird move. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. Obviously you talk to mainly women, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw it out there for men too. But sure. what is some of like the most unhealth, like most common unhealthy behavior you see women do when it comes to online dating? Right. Uh, so yeah, this one is sometimes hard to swallow, but definitely chasing a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the thing that started me, you know, down this path and got me really interested in it. Um, you know, kind of going back to the basics, John Gray, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Oh, um, yeah. My colleagues would cringe at that name drop, but, <laughs> you know, it's the basics of the fact that we are just different, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think we have a lot of similarities and there are exceptions to, you know, my opinions in this area, but, you know, men are genetically, biologically wired for a challenge. Um, you know, if we go back to caveman vibes, or even if you think of other male species, um, they're genetically wired to save their energy. This sounds crazy, but it's true. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into the male psyche. Yes. Continue. Yeah. Um, and Mike, I'd love to hear your impressions on this. I rarely talk about this with a man in the room, so it's so <laughs> funny. Um, but they're genetically wired to conserve their energy for a challenge. So that might be looking for food, fighting... <laughs> So again, if you think of like survival, right, yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. uh, looking for food, fighting, having sex. Oh my God. Is that why guys are so fucking lazy? Yes. Wow. Uh, that's why my roommate never cleans the bathroom. Got it. Right. And not, <laughs> maybe <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. They, to us, it seems lazy, right? Um, they're just different. And yeah. again, I'll say there are exceptions. I honestly don't see too many. Um, but <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. You know, it's it's always, I think, good to know that because you can play with it a little bit, right? And I think anytime you make it too easy, you know, especially with texting, it's so easy to be like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Thursday. Uh, let's get together. And I think you can, if you can pull that off with confidence, I always say make the first move, do that sort of thing. Um, I think if it becomes too much, you'll notice guys pull away because they're like, meh, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. it's there. You know, it's I don't, don't want really to have to do anything. You know, it can kind of push guys away. I see this time and time again. You know, clients will, I guess, kind of want to do it their way and then they'll come back a couple of weeks and be like, okay, so <laughs> maybe I'll try it a different way. And yeah. I always say do this for two reasons. One, it makes us feel a lot more empowered and more confident if we're in the headspace of, I'm not going to chase anybody. I'm not going to try to convince someone to be with me. It makes us feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. But the second reason is that it works. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't want us to just do it to get a man. 
but because it, it, it really will make us feel more confident and more in control of our emotions if we just kind of pledge, like, I'm never going to chase a man or mm-hmm. try to convince someone to be with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having totally. a balance is pretty key. Having that, like, tug of war back and forth, yeah. mm-hmm. if anything. Um, sure, like, sometimes she'll make plans, but then it'll kind of, depending on the guy, I can't speak for right. everyone. But um, if she makes the plans a lot, then after a while, like, for me anyways, it'll cause me to be like, okay, she's been doing a lot. I got to step up a little bit, especially if I'm really into this chick, okay. to start providing more and um, right. giving suggestions and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, having a tug of war is very much key because if she starts planning everything and then, it, again, kind of use that word laziness, um, you're kind of not worried anymore. Yeah. You know, like, okay, in a terrible say in a few days she's going to come with something and after mm-hmm. yeah, it's, too, it's a little it. too easy exactly. right and it's yeah. kind of done for you and yeah I think it can kind of push guys away and unfortunately they won't necessarily see all your great qualities because they're just kind of like meh it's annoying but it it's sounds kind of like a game yeah. yeah and so I'll, I get that a lot like I don't want to play games right mm-hmm. and I always just say like think of every species on this planet there's always some sort of game with courtship mm-hmm. um, and you know I don't think you have to look at it as playing a game if you're just confident in living your life and mm-hmm. you know I think women want to feel special yeah. and the only way to get that is if you just sit back and chill and see what he does and when he makes the effort and he's the one texting you and making sure you know by Wednesday or Thursday he's locking you down for the weekend there's no greater feeling than that and it, you know, again, it's just coming from a more confident place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't true. want a mother. Yeah. 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 I think it's true because, like, I feel like when I've dated guys, like, I feel like I've dated both types of guys. Mm-hmm. Right? The ones that I get so anxious about and, like, so in my head about are the ones where I feel like I'm, like, now when I look back at it, it's like I put in so much and they were putting in nothing. Right. And it's like, if I didn't text him mm-hmm. first, I wouldn't hear from him. If yeah. I didn't make a plan, we wouldn't see each other. Right. And, but then I've dated the other side where it's like, it was easy. Like, it was mm-hmm. just like a natural, like, oh, you're free Wednesday? Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was never like, a, like I was sitting at home being like, hey, I wonder if I'm going to hear from him at right. all right. for the next three days. Like, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. that. Yeah. Totally. So that's, you know, kind of my stance. You know, in psychotherapy, we're not really supposed to give advice. But with dating, I kind of put more of a coaching hat on and mm-hmm. just try to, you know, give my clients this kind of basic foundation um again the main reason is because it helps our confidence that's the the main reason i like it but again from a science perspective i really think it does work a lot better yeah okay so not chasing a guy is obviously one of your tips for Mm -hmm. dating what do you have any other like absolute do's and don'ts for online dating whether it's in meeting up with them the first date messaging whatever the case like any tips that will help us or our listeners <laughs> in online dating yeah, that we I mean, should know? I, I think that is, again, the main one is just living your life, making sure you're focused on, and I, th- I think single people are he- sick of hearing this, so I don't want that to be lost. You know, it's really, I think people get into a script, like, I don't know if family members do this to you guys, like, oh, it's just going to happen when at le- you least expect it, you know, all these kind of trite sayings, um, but... I think, you know, really just making sure you have your own life that you're focusing on and, you know, just looking at dating like it's going to happen. It's going to happen at the right time. 
as annoying as that is to hear. Um, and I'm just going to focus on my life and do my thing until that happens. And I realize it gets excruciating, you know, if the years go by. For some, I know some can handle it great and, you know, mm-hmm. there's no issue. I know I went through kind of a thing. Uh, that was another reason actually why I got into this is because like I could, you know, still kind of channel that feeling when, you know, things were kind of dark, yeah. um, you know, when you feel like everyone's paired up except you. Um, that's why this podcast is so great. <laughs> hopefully, I tell my clients, you know, to listen to you guys, just, you know, to not Aww. feel so alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think really just focusing on your life, your goals and what's important to you. And then just looking at a guy like a nice bonus mm-hmm. like a little added yeah. bonus that's from sex yeah. in the city and i hate mm-hmm. quoting that but it's just it's like <laughs> it's, it's so true though yeah so do you think it's like how how important is it to um take the time for yourself to kind of sit back regroup date yourself and i know that term is something i use a lot and it's definitely been thrown around a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. but really and truly how important is that because um you know I definitely am a full supporter and you know what until you can actually love yourself and you're confident in like what you have going on and you're in a good place it's only then you can actually have this other person into your life because that's when you have to be willing to make compromises Mm -hmm. and your time is going to be devoted to hanging out with them and going here going there so to people who you know um they get out of a relationship or a horrible breakup and they're like, I just need to get out there. I just need to get out there. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say to them? Is it true to kind of take some time to focus on you or is it, you know what, do whatever, just do whatever you want. Well, again, it depends, but I would, (laughs) I I would always say if you feel like that urge is in in you again to chase somebody or convince, then maybe you're not ready. Maybe Mm -hmm. we need to look inward a little bit and, yeah, like get your groove back kind of thing yeah. and reassess, um, you know, in the same way that changing your body or changing your face is not really going to help your self-esteem mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, right? You'll just kind of go on to the next thing. You know, I get a nose job, I'm going to look at what else I need to get done. It's not really going to fix anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to fix the way you think, basically. So mm. those little warning signs. <laughs> sorry. Carly's giving up on her diet tomorrow. <laughs> no, never. Because I'm literally like, sorry. <laughs> I know this is a podcast for the world, but guess what? I'm focusing on me right now because Please right do. now I'm just, you know, I'm kind of on a break and I'm not dating. Mm-hmm. And it's because, you know, I just left like a really like insane job right. and now I'm really happy in my career. <clears throat> um, but there were things that I would do. I'm like, I'm a stress eater and right. I was addicted to Uber Eats, specifically McDonald's. What Same. up? I miss you McDoubles. Mm-hmm. And so for the past like little bit, I've just been like working out and eating really, really healthy. And I do feel better about myself, but I knew I'm like, who, like, I know it sounds so bad. But I'm like, who'd want to date me? Like, I'm a mess. Like, I don't take care mm-hmm. of my body. Like, I'm just putting junk into it. Like, I'm not right. fueling myself. Gotcha. So for me, it's like, I've personally feel like I need to change my physical appearance mm-hmm. um in order to like love myself and give it to somebody yeah Does, you know what I mean absolutely but it, it also sounds like you have a foundation you know like again I heard you talking about you know maybe not being bitter about wedding season let's say and yeah. don't feel bad if you oh. are because I was with you on a lot of those <laughs> things um, for sure but it just sounds like maybe you have a different foundation mm-hmm. than some might and right. yeah sometimes we want to change our body to match the inside like maybe you 
you know, do have those feelings of empowerment, but you don't feel, you know, on the outside that it's, it's matching up. And yeah, obviously health is, is a, is a reason I'm talking to myself too, just so you know, (laughs) um, you know, all of those factors Mm -hmm. can boost how we feel and our confidence. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, if there's a foundation with cracks in it, in terms of self-esteem, it's like a bigger issue. Um, changing those things won't necessarily fix all your problems. Just right. like a man's mm-hmm. not going to make you completely happy mm-hmm. if you're not already right. in yeah. that zone. I think totally. that's, I think that's really important to remember. Like a man is not going to make you happy. And contrary no. to what our parents and older generations <laughs> might think, mm-hmm. you don't need to settle down and you don't need to no. buy a house and have 800 children. Like no. you do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I love about this millennial generation. Yeah. One of the only things, but you know. <laughs> There's not just right. one way right. of, of doing things. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, that makes me cringe. And I understand where the older generation is coming from. They're just worried, right? Yeah. They, th- they th- That's kind of the way they think, that happiness equals A, B, and C, but... Things are changing. Yeah. There's you know? no specific formula to happiness. No, no. rules. No rules, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so... We put a call out to the world that's listening to us um, for their questions for you. Okay. Because I knew people would have a bunch. And we have, like, so many that we're not going to get through them all. So you've been so kind that said you would answer them on our social media for us, for these people. Yeah. Um, But I've picked a few out that we can talk about. Um, So I'm just going to start throwing them out there. Um, So this is from a person named Jess. And they were from Bun's Dating Zone, guys. Shout out to Bun's. Um, So... Her question is, when you've had a lot of trauma around dating, how do you separate your defense mechanisms from your intuition? Asking as someone whose intuition is strong, but those whose trauma presents similarly. Right. Okay. Well, anytime there's trauma, of course, I'm going to say this, right? But it's a good idea to look at that with a professional. Obviously, it can creep up in other ways. Um you know, if your goal is to have a family, we don't want to pass that on. Um, but even if that's not your goal, obviously general happiness, uh, really important to just kind of check that box. Um, the other main thing is, you know, we can't blame experiences or situations from our past and kind of bring that into our future. Our future is kind of supposed to be an empty box, right? But if Mm -hmm. we take files from our past filing cabinet we kind of fill it up and just assume it's all going to be shit <laughs> yeah. um, but that's not necessarily fair so anytime you kind of see those things creeping up in your current relationships or even friendships or relationships with family really important to to look at that um you know it's so great now how accessible therapy is even if you can't sit down with a private therapist because i realize that is expensive there's all these apps now there are these online programs that are really inexpensive and mm-hmm. accessible where you just pay like a membership fee and you can get on the horn and, and text and chat with a therapist. So, you know, if you kind of think of, you know, buying a coffee every day, if you put that towards, um, you know, one of these methods of, of therapy, you know, you will get something out of it for sure. So just totally. important to, to kind of check that box and make sure we clean up the past a little bit, but also not drag it into our future. Yeah, like when I decided to go to therapy a couple of years ago, I was like, I put it off for so long for starters because I was just scared to admit that I needed help, yeah. but also because of the cost of it. Sure. Um, but then when you, like you said, like like I had the money there, I was just choosing to spend it 
on different things mm-hmm. versus spending it on myself. And so when yeah. I finally just decided to spend it on myself, I never regretted any of that mm-hmm. money I spent. Right. So right. I realized not everyone has that sitting in their bank account mm-hmm. or has mm-hmm. like our living pay to, paycheck to paycheck. But mm-hmm. if you do have the money, like mm-hmm. put it towards yourself. Like there's like mm-hmm. no better investment you can make. Yeah. I think. Totally. I think there's what, what it, what's called Talkspace, yeah. I think, is that mm-hmm. one of the online therapy companies? It it's is, It's like an yeah. app, too. Mm-hmm. So on For the sure. go, super accessible, call and chat with therapists anytime, right? Totally. And yeah. I think it's pretty reasonable, and they always have promotions. Yes. I wish I had a promo code, but they're not sponsoring us, so I can't <laughs> say anything. That's great. Uh, no, you're going to go to Allison. That That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget to talk to Allison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are all these meditation apps, you know, mm-hmm. meditation's huge right now. We're pretending in the West that, like, we invented it, even though it's been around for thousands of years. <laughs> yes. um, but there are so many meditation mindfulness apps that, you know, it's been proven to help with anxiety and increases gray matter in your brain in those areas that where we need it. And mm-hmm. so, and a lot of them are free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good tip. Mm-hmm. Download some. Okay. Next question. And by the way, I'm saying these people's names because they put them in pu- like a public group with like thousands of people. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not but yeah. So this is also from Buns. Person named Kai, and they said, for someone who's shy slash introverted, how's the best way to make a first move to potential matches without using cheesy openers uh, from an empty profile of just pictures? God, it's painful, right? Um, She might be talking about Bumble, where you got to make the first move. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think in person, you would say hi. Yes? Like, that's what we used to do. Um, (laughs) I know everybody wants like a good one-liner. I know that's we're judged on that sometimes. Like, oh, well, what did what was the first thing he said? Or what was the yeah. first thing she said? And then you. I already... actually don't care. Just okay, say, good. hey, how's it going? Yeah, well, that's, what I, that's what I say on yeah. Bumble. That's my opener to all the guys. Hey, how's it going? I think that's fair, right? Again, that's what we would do in person. So sometimes it comes off as not trying too hard, but like, you're just trying to be too funny and that's never mm-hmm. funny. No. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Actually there, the one that I liked was the guy sent the dog emojis and then he was like, I was think this was a meme I saw and he's like, Hey, come back here. He's like, sorry, my dog always runs away. I, I really liked <laughs> that. would that. be like a way to Sal's Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be like, hi, where's the ring? Let's yeah. <laughs> I hope he actually has a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and now I'm forgetting the question or <laughs> basically how to make up. Yeah, how to make how to make the first move, move when you're yeah. shy. Yeah, I think almost don't put too much thought into it. I was it. just gonna say, I'm like, yeah. I think the biggest thing is just not to think about it. Just yeah. be yourself. Yeah, yeah. You kind of sure. hit the nail on the head. You're like, just say hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, we're gonna have a conversation. Right. Why don't I uh, start with hi? And it's true. Like the one liners. Okay, you've used them on like. 50 other women copy and paste. Yeah. yeah copy paste life yeah um but yeah and they're kind of a turn off you know mm-hmm. like they're, they're not funny like unless yeah. they're yeah, they don't pers- come genuine they're not genuine yeah yeah and people i know that there are people who are like well i don't like it when people don't put any effort into the opener it's kind of like Jeez. well like what are you expecting maybe you need to lower your standards a tad bit or just listen to this freaking podcast because that is yeah. such good advice <laughs> yeah it's a lot of pressure you know and i know i'm come off as a man hater sometimes I it's really not true but I think we put a lot of pressure on the guys too to be like so witty and amazing at this it's like how how are we all supposed to be good at this yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no yeah. one really knows what they're doing no yeah. <laughs> no it's true yeah. I like that okay so this question comes from someone who's in a relationship mm-hmm. um so this is Katie 
And she asked, when you're going through tough times as a couple and aren't feeling romantic, what's your advice to get out of the dry spell when you're both physically and mentally exhausted? Your girl needs sex. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for her because sometimes it's the opposite, right? Where things dry up for us. Um, This is, you know, tricky, of course. It depends and I need to know more info. But I think get off the couch you know we I get into this in my relationship too where it's like it's just like Groundhog Day a little bit where it's like we need to spice it up a little Mm -hmm. even just go out do something you don't normally do or something you've always done who cares but maybe just get off the couch a little bit Uh, I always do this exercise with my clients whenever they're feeling kind of in a rut or that they hate their partner Um, (laughs) try to remember why you were attracted to them in the first place you know, what got you going? What did you mm-hmm. like about them? I realize sometimes the things we like about people in the beginning ends up being the thing <laughs> that <Right>. annoys us. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. Um, yeah, it's common. But, mm. you know, we kind of have to look at that. Like, why was it cute in the beginning, but it's not cute now? Mm. You know? So kind of channeling that, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of beginning passionate stage. Um, you know, I don't work with couples anymore, but you could be surprised what you know, make one person by one person making changes, it can sometimes change the whole relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't like the woman having to <laughs> do make that. All the effort. Yeah. yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, again, I'm old fashioned and it's not, not 1920s old fashioned. It's caveman vibes, old fashioned. Um, I do think the man should, you know, make a plan, um, kind of put in that effort you know, there's something in us called oxytocin, that hormone, and it's really interesting. But let's say you tell us we have a date on Friday and it's Monday, that oxytocin is going to build all week. doesn't sound like she needs help with the oxytocin because she's like ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's ready to go too. They might just need to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but that's another tip too. Just like getting... This is disgusting. I was going to say getting those juices flowing. Um, but it's, <laughs> We've said no. worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Very true. Yeah. Um, but... You know, again, kind of thinking about the differences between men and women. Um, women kind of need that, you know, to keep things fresh and exciting and, and passionate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, ma- mainly just getting off the couch. Have a conversation about it if you can. If you can't, we got to look at that, right? Maybe yeah, you need why to... can't you? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, this question, I know you're, like, not going to know how to answer this, but we had two different people submit this when we asked, and I'm like, is this a thing? I had to Google to see if it was, like, a thing cool people say, and I didn't know about it. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious. But we had two <laughs> people ask, why are men? Oh! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember this. We posted about this. Two people asked that. Two so people. One in buns and one on Instagram, and they were two different people. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Well, the why are men, you know, we get frustrated <laughs> with them, right? And again, the difference is I think we often expect men to behave and respond the way a woman would. Mm-hmm. I think the faster you can accept that we're different, it's like cats and dogs. Um, you know, it can be interesting. It can be fun be kind of funny um why are men again i think it really goes back to what drives them you know those biological <laughs> yeah, challenging things um you know they just operate in a different way i know it can be frustrating at times but at the same time you can look at them like wow that's a pretty cool creature like you don't really need the same things we need mm-hmm. um you operate in this different way i think the more we fight it that's when you get into uh-huh. trouble. 
Okay. I would like really expect like that was such a great like yeah, yeah. great yeah. advice. I was like I thought you were just gonna be like okay yeah move on. <laughs> yeah no that's the big question like yeah. you know why isn't he responding or why isn't he doing and and I always say like well do you want to date a woman and that's great if you do but I don't think that's what you're you're getting mm-hmm. at so yeah. we have to just sometimes accept the differences. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just men or women are different it's like. Men to men are also different. Yes. Like you can't just generalize mm-hmm. no, you the can't. entire yeah. thing. And so. I don't mean to do that. No, 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 I'm not saying you are. <laughs> okay. But it's yeah. like it's to go with them. It's like yeah. it's a whole communication thing. And mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And has anybody ever asked you why are men before <laughs> this? Or is this is, is this a cool common thing? Well, I think the question usually goes, Why are men like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but I think the meaning is the same. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So then I get into again kind of the basics of, of why we're different and you know why it's okay is but people in relationships you know men are trying to piss us off and you know <laughs> they do a really good job <laughs> I know I know and but you know when I did work with couples men always said all I want to know is how to make her happy but I don't know how to do that and because it's, they're dealing with the same thing and like we're so different and we've seemed like crazy mm-hmm. and just you know very strange species to them as well so. yeah it's like when guys are like girls are so complicated you're like guys are so complicated yeah. and it's like really we're both simple we're just different yes yeah. it's understanding yes. simple like, but different it's understanding that whole like going back to like the foundation type thing you know mm-hmm. we're all different and once you start accepting it you know yeah. things are going to start changing clouds will part yeah, yeah. clouds will part <laughs> just like a sow's legs I'm just yeah <laughs> We took a turn. We took a turn. <laughs> okay. Um, As a guy, I just want to make come to terms with just understand that you're not going to be able to fix everything like that. And as yeah. a guy, we constantly just want to be able just to fix it. Yeah, that's a big theme yeah. for sure. Again, in, in couples, uh, you know, like I think when women come to their man at the end of the day with an issue or a bad day or something. They just want to vent. They're not looking for advice. Yes, exactly. And the man mm. kind of panics a little. He's like, okay, I see the person I love and she looks stressed and Absolutely. I just want to fix it. So it's like, well, stop being friends with her or tell your boss off. Or like, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying the advice is often great. Exactly. But we don't want to hear it in that moment. Mm-hmm. We just want to talk and vent. And yeah. actually that does that also gets our oxytocin up too is talking. Mm-hmm. But for men, it's the opposite. It drains them. <laughs> so it's you a can. recipe for disaster. Yeah. Wow. Um, Usually men, it's like based on testosterone. So at the end of the day, testosterone's really low. They need to recharge maybe by being quiet. So you can see how shit gets fucked up, yes. right? Yes. Like, oh my gosh. It's, it's, it is so a, complicated. Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. You can edit out my terrible language. <laughs> no. We, we fully yeah. accept a terrible yeah. language in here. Okay. I feel like this is a good one. Cool. All right. Last question from our listeners. How do I figure out why I'm single? Hmm. <laughs> Again, I might need more info. <laughs> going with you general, know, just the que- with the question. You know, you might not be necessarily doing anything wrong. Again, the chemistry thing, right? It's it is just hard to find. Um, you know, obviously, you want to take an inventory. Like, are you doing things that might be pushing people away, or are you insecure? Are you leading with insecurity? Um, you know, even if you don't mean to, that can. You know, it's, it's obvious. I think people can smell it. Unfortunately, that's not always easy to turn around. Um, or identify. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, that's obviously a difficult one to answer. <laughs> I don't know this person. I'm sure they're doing it right, too. You know, um, again, I would always just make sure 
you're not in a position where you're trying to convince someone or chase them because it's it's just not going to work and it's going to make you feel awful. Um, always just kind of looking at, you know, are there things I need to tweak in myself? Do I need to date myself, love myself more? Um, if you're good to go, then again, I think you're doing it right and you just got to keep going mm-hmm. or take a break. If you need a break, get back on the horse when you feel up to it yeah Mm. would you recommend like if maybe like switching up from online dating to like a different approach maybe or yeah well I think just being open Mm -hmm. right you know I I always say you don't want to go out to the bar with your friends assuming you're going to meet your husband because then Mm. what might happen you go home at the end of the night potentially disappointed but just being open you know like having your light on kind of thing while just having fun and and doing your own thing um Mm -hmm. you know in person is great I realize it's not necessarily um common these days I I know a lot of people are switching to matchmakers but there's a fee with that um sometimes changing apps can make you feel like you're freshening things up Mm -hmm. maybe you do need a break and come back Mm -hmm. to it with you know a different lens let's say um but yeah, I think just keep at it, keeping at it with wherever your head's at and whatever you feel like you can handle. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to maybe throw you off a bit, but I <laughs> wanted to talk about it so bad. And I feel like this might be a really good platform to bring this up. So on this other podcast that I listened to, um, they talk about something called vabbing. Okay. What? So essentially someone, you, it's men can't do it. Only women. But this is what you do. So you take a little bit of, like, your vag juice, oh. and you put a little bit behind your ear. And apparently... <laughs> this is not where I thought you were going. I know, right? So apparently, this like ha- this has so much success. Really? And I don't know if it's placebo effect or if guys can actually sniff the puss juice behind your ear. <laughs> I don't know. Did you think but... this is where this was going to go tonight? <laughs> when I heard babbing, I, I was like wondering where it might go. Because, it, yeah, I haven't well, you're teaching is, me something. Why is it successful? Like it's pheromones? Like a, so that's the oh. thing. They think it might be like a pheromone thing and they always people always write in and write in their community group on Facebook and they're like Vab success story Vab success story what have you and heard this Lauren I have not okay, I've never heard guys this straight up life. it's a thing um you, if you Google it you're not gonna find anything except recently it has been added to the Urban Dictionary <laughs> but this is just recently mm-hmm. but is there do you think there's any truth to I don't know if you can answer this but <laughs> like. I don't know. I mean, we know pheromones are a thing. Right. This would go right along with my caveman mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with it. Okay. Um, even if it is just giving you a confidence boost. Yeah. yeah. Of like hearing that this works, you know, yeah. sure. Why not? Um, you're teaching me something though. Okay. And thank you. Like I feel pretty. Cool. No problem. I yeah. think what I'm gonna do is like next time I go out, I'm gonna give it a go, give and I'll keep shot. you updated, and then you can tell your clients about it, and then all their problems will be fixed. You start like thank s- you. subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. So dabs. Psychotherapist will like sue me. Or something. <laughs> okay, but, but pheromones are a thing, so this yes. could, could potentially yeah. work. Wow. Try it out. So just put it behind your ear, just a, just a little behind your like ear. Perfume. It's like a little oh, perfume. Wow. Yeah. And then the men will flock apparently, and you'll have like the best sex of your life allegedly. Oh okay. wow! Let's try. I'm intrigued. Okay, we'll try yeah. this. Let's we'll go. all go out like smelling like vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina gang. Oh We've be- reached a whole new level of friendship here. So. Oh my gosh! All right, kitty crew. Well, meow. <laughs> oh god! Before we go, 
What is the biggest piece of advice for women navigating the dating world in the 21st century? What do you want to leave people with? Yeah. yeah. Well, I might just repeat myself again, <laughs> really just making sure you're in the headspace of, okay, you've dealt with your trauma, you've dealt with the shit from past relationships, you're not dragging anything in to the future, you know, you're not, you know, just in that zone of being fearful um, or anxious. Listen, I know there's going to be some anxiety that comes with this process, um, but really just making sure you're in that headspace of, I'm a good catch, I'm a badass, someone will be lucky to be with me, you know, why am I a good catch? Sometimes it's good to recite that stuff, you know, when the other thoughts start to creep in and mess with you. Um, it's a really good idea to have, like, you know, a list of things you can, yeah, mm-hmm. and I know that's trite and, and whatever, but it really does work. The brain is pretty powerful. It's kind of like studying from a textbook. You're, you're teaching your brain something, and it goes, okay, I'm going to latch on to that, mm-hmm. and that will be either positive or negative. So right. um, I think just making sure you're in that headspace of, Again, I'm a badass, and I'm looking for something special, and that's it. It's going to happen, and that's, you know, all that really matters, and I'm just going to keep at it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not going to be perfect. Of course, you're going to have lows along Mm -hmm. the way, Um, but just kind of keeping at it as much as you can. Yeah. Think like Beyonce. I feel like she has, like, badass affirmations. <laughs> she just knows she's badass. Yeah. Well, and it, it's just the way you carry yourself, mm-hmm. right? And people can smell that, like, the vapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so before we sign off, where can people find you? Social media, email, they want to reach out for more advice. Where can they for go? For sure. So on the gram, I'm allison.fosbury. Uh, AllisonFosbury.com. Book an appointment at info at AllisonFosbury.com. That's a lot of <laughs> we'll, we'll, my name. We'll also post yeah, yeah. them. But yeah, 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 we will. <laughs> It'll yeah. be in the description. Yeah. <laughs> um, Twitter, Allison Fosbury, but it's a bit of a dry well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Just like my sex life. What? Well, thanks so much for oh, giving yeah. us all this advice. Yeah, this is yeah, very great. informative. Thank you yeah. for having me, guys. This was really fun. Oh, thank yeah. you so much, Allison. And uh, you, we, we might have to do a part two because we have so many questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this could so go on forever. Anytime. But, and I'll yeah. keep you posted on our babbing success. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> all right, okay. guys. Well, it's been another episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.